Blog Talk Radio. Monday, April 21st, 2014, the day after a bunch of mother suckers got high off their asses, also the day after Easter. Um, I hope your Easter was good. Mine was fine, except for dealing with the evil that is Xfinity and the evil that is Samsung. Let me tell you that I was home and we couldn't get our smart TV to connect to the internet And you would think that between the two companies, Samsung and Xfinity, and a guy even came over, that one person at the companies between, I must have spoken to about 16 different people, transferred to about 10 different departments, um, at Xfinity anyway, and the issue is still not solved. So, Xfinity and Samsung, please stop torturing your customers. It is fucking rude especially on a damn holiday. And then it's offensive to only offer a $20 credit over putting me through the ringer on Easter yesterday. All right? So, Xfinity says to call Samsung. Samsung says to call Xfinity. Xfinity to Samsung. Samsung to Xfinity. Xfinity to Samsung. Samsung to Xfinity. Xfinity to Samsung. Samsung to Xfinity. It was enough to make my fucking head explode. So, that sucked. Then, you know, that was bad enough. I spent hours on the on the line with both of them yesterday, and nothing was resolved. Guy even came over, as I said, from Xfinity to say that he couldn't do shit, right? And he wasn't briefed on the situation, had no idea why he was there. And the lady who scheduled the appointment was an asshole who was sure that the guy who was coming, the cable guy, could get some shit done, and he did not do shit, all right? So... Apparently, Xfinity was ranked the worst company in terms of customer support in 2014, I think April of this year, as well as, which is this month, right? Um, As well as 2010. I have never dealt with a worse company than Time Warner Cable until yesterday. But even the devil that is Time Warner will immediately, most of the time, (laughs) <laughs> except that one time it took a fucking year, will most of the time issue at least one month's credit if they screw you, which they will. Xfinity, 
uh, offered $20, right? That's nowhere near a month's cable bill. So I complained, got it raised to 50 bucks, $50 credit. But this reminds me of when I was on the phone with Samsung. I said Samsung was screwing me. And the lady goes, sir, Samsung is not the one who's screwing you here. Okay? But in, in order to fix this Samsung smart TV, Samsung says talk to Xfinity. Xfinity says talk to Samsung. Samsung says talk to Xfinity. Xfinity says talk to Samsung. Xfinity says talk to Samsung. Samsung says talk to Then I'm on the train back. I'm already extremely fucking tense, right? I'm on the Metro North train yesterday, and we are in the underground at Grand Central Terminal. We expect people started getting up, started getting their stuff together. We expected to be let off the train soon. However, the Metro North MTA railroad train that we were on was stuck. It like ran out of power or some sort of switch shut off or something. So we were in the station for about an hour and a half, and they were going to bring another train to try to move that train forward. They never did that. They said we were going to feel a bump. Never felt a bump. No one ever moved a thing, right? Because the train wouldn't move, and then they kept saying shit that didn't actually, wasn't, you know, wasn't happening. There was no train that came behind us or anything. So eventually... This is an hour and a half. We're, we're waiting there. And my car, of course, had a screaming baby on it. And listen, please, everybody, stop bringing your screaming babies places. There is no time. There's no patience left in the world, especially after dealing with Xfinity and Comcast and Comcast and Xfinity and Xfinity and Samsung and Samsung and Xfinity and Comcast and Samsung, Xfinity, Comcast, Samsung, Samsung, Xfinity, Samsung, Xfinity, all day yesterday. That baby picked the wrong damn train to mess with, all right? I wanted to go up to that baby and be like, not now, baby. Today's not the day, Holmes. Uh, But, of course, I couldn't do that because I'm not an asshole. So, starting off this podcast very angry, I know, but I need to get this off my chest. Never apologize for your work. Craig McDonald. All right, so we're waiting at Grand Central. For an hour and a half. I'm thinking that we're further away than we are because we're somewhere between Harlem and Grand Central. However, after all that, an hour and a half of waiting there, baby screaming the whole time, I'm losing my mind. People around me are losing my mind. And there are very few things that are worse than a train of irate people coming in from mostly suburban Connecticut. Just going to put that out there. The only groups worse would be irate actors and irate hipsters. Then irate suburbanites from Connecticut on a train that will not get to its destination. So eventually, um, I'm just going to lower my chair so that damn drawer doesn't keep uh, interrupting the broadcast here. So eventually, guy gets on the intercom and says, we're going to evacuate the train from the front. So please exit in an orderly fashion. Are you fucking kidding me? We waited an hour and a half and we were already there. We could have been getting off the train the whole entire time. Why didn't they do that in the first place? Why would that not be option A, plan A, option one? No. They were going to bring another train to push this train in and blah, blah, blah. So they let us out through the front and there is a little walking. Yes, to walk a little bit 
through the underground and Grand Central, but we were not too far from the main entrance to the uh, main concourse there. So I'm walking down there, man, and it is bleak. It is dark. Looks like looks like the third world down there, man. Uh, you know, on the tracks between Harlem and Grand Central. But I was like losing my mind by the uh, clearly. I, I still, as I'm going over it again in my head and with you all, I am losing it again. So uh, I eventually got back last night at who knows what hour, but you know, I was supposed to get off the train at 6:30 something. Didn't get off till about 8 p.m. Eastern daylight time. Suffice it to say, the MTA is an asshole. Samsung is a prick. And Xfinity Comcast Cable, I'd rather, rather than deal with them on the phone again, I would rather take a pencil out, sharpen it, and shove it in my eye because as Lewis Black said, I'd be better off waiting in a hospital room with a jaunty eye patch than to ever deal with that company again. So, Smart TV still has no internet. What the fuck is the point of a Smart TV with no internet? There is no point. Let me tell you about a good company, though. All right, we went over the MTA, we went over Samsung, we went over Xfinity, and then I yesterday went over each of them many times, Xfinity to Samsung, Samsung to Xfinity, Xfinity to Samsung, Samsung to Xfinity, Comcast, Xfinity, Samsung, Samsung, Contacts, Contacts, Xfinity, Comcast, Xfinity, Xfinity, Comcast, Comcast, Xfinity, Xfinity, Comcast, Xfinity, Comcast, Dollar Shave Club, MTA. The Dollar Shave Club is a wonderful, wonderful company that you all should take advantage of our deals with. Hey, hey, guys, do you like shaving? I mean, most people don't like shaving, right? Justin Timberlake doesn't like shaving, so that, that must be the common opinion. I don't like shaving either. Also, worse than shaving, buying razors. There is nothing worse <clears throat> other than dealing with Xfinity or Samsung or Samsung or Xfinity, Xfinity, Samsung than buying razors. What inevitably always happens is you go to the razor store, the uh, CVS or the Walmart or the Kmart or the Rite Aid or the uh, Dwayne Reed or the uh, Nagards and Park Slope. I'm, I hope I'm not pronouncing that incorrectly, but I fear that if I pronounce it any other way, it would be offensive. So uh, what always happens is you ask for a Gillette Duck Butter Mock Power Turbo Fusion with wings, right? Something like that. And it's so complicated, you can't remember exactly what kind of razor you needed. So if you want a Gillette Fusion Power uh, Pro Glide, sometimes you'll be like me. You'll wind up with a Gillette Fusion Power. I got no Pro. I got no Glide. Uh, sometimes you'll wind up with a disposable Pro Power Gillette Fusion something or other, and uh, those don't work. So you don't really want to be using those. Anyway, they'll, they'll always do this. I ask for a razor, and they'll say, okay, how many cartridges do you want? And I'd be like, no, I asked for the actual razor. I, am I misunderstanding what the fuck a razor is? Is a razor not the thing with the handle and a blade on it? Because that's what I thought it was. Is it something else? 
is it just the blade is the razor and the handle is not the razor? Either way, if you click on the banners for Dollar Shave Club at blazonryradio.com, that's B-L-A-Z-I-N-R-Y-R-A-D-I-O.com. That's C-O-M if you don't know. Pervs. Blazonryradio.com. Click on the banner for Dollar Shave Club, and you could get high fucking quality razors delivered right to your door for as low as $1 a month. And if you want to upgrade or downgrade your plan, you get a new handle with the next shipment of razors. So uh, the razors range from $1 to $9. The higher up you go, the better quality razor it is. But even the $1 ones are pretty fucking good. And if you get the $9 one, it's a whole lot better than spending 50 bucks on a Mock Doc Butter Turbo Power 3 with wings. I am so glad you guys chose to join me tonight because I don't know what I would be doing if I didn't have a way to release this uh, this anger that I've apparently acquired over the weekend, over the holiday weekend, when I should have been spending time with my family, thanks to Xfinity and Comcast and uh, 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 Samsung. Um, it got to the point yesterday where I was like, you know what, guys? I, I just send a guy. Send a guy who knows how to do this. I don't care what guy. I don't care who he works for. Just send a guy over or a woman. doesn't matter. Just send him today. needs to be fixed today. Nope. Um, my point is you can save a whole lot of money on a razor by going to blazingrightradio.com and clicking on the banners for Dollar Shave Club. The house lights have dimmed. The curtain is drawn. And now checking in to blazingrightradio.com.
have Crystal Waters, previous Blazing Ride guest with Oh Mama Hey. My guest tonight is the CEO of Global Gangsters and a talented rapper who is truly in his own lane. Please welcome back to the program, Jojo Capone. Jojo, how are you, my friend? Uh, what's up, good buddy? How you doing? Thanks for having me. No doubt. I'm doing well, sir. Uh, how are you? What's going on with you today? I'm staying busy. Staying busy and above water. <laughs> well, that's all you can really ask for. I know that you have a new distribution deal. Tell me what's going on with that. Yeah, I uh, have a new venture that I'm just uh, inked, and I'm going to do two projects so far. Um, um, called one. The first one going to be out May 6th. And the and what's second that one? one, I'm going to drop it on uh, May 20th. The first one that's coming out on May 6th is Passport Gang. It's called Passport Gang, and uh, I just shot a video. It'll be on World Star either tonight or tomorrow, and we going for MTV2 and BET, um, new joint of the day as well. Uh, I, I'm in own lane, as it's called, featuring myself, a young lady, Queen Chiba, that I'm working with, and uh, C-Note from Global Gangsters as well. So all three of us on it, and the new video is out now. So if they go to our YouTube channel, um, Act Like an ENT on YouTube, the new video is up there as well. Nice. And, the and, then, and then what's the second one? The second album is Negative Press, coming out May 20th. So we're going to drop those two back-to-back. Usually what I do, like every time we drop, we really do like two projects at one time, like the new mixtapes we have. We have Jack Boys, Volume 1 and 2. Um, the first one hosted by DJ Swamp Izzo out of Atlanta, and the second one hosted by uh, DJ Victorious out of Chicago. Shout out to both of them for Jack Boys. And I was really trying to make it like that was the last mixtapes that we would put out because you kind of confuse the fans, you know, or your supporters because if you're giving out free music and then you turn around and put out an iTunes album, it's like, why buy the album? Of course, if it, if it's exclusive features on the album, you know, you'll buy them for that sake. But it's kind of like if you just gave me A1 quality music for free, you know, it's like why, you know, unless you just have to be a strong supporter, you know, mm-hmm. and with the marketplace being the way it is, as you keep hearing a lot of the big name artists you hear, you know, they're not selling any, any, any um units at this time. So for us, we always been told to have, a cult following, so that's a great thing because our people stay in tune with us and support us to the fullest. So, you know, I just felt like instead of confusing them, I, w- I wanted to put an end to the mixtapes for us at this moment. So you're going the more traditional, I, I guess, uh, iTunes route coming up? Yeah, yes, yes, for, um, for, for Passport Gang, May 6th, and Negative Press on the 20th of May. Okay, uh, so you think that that is going to be the last? Uh, the last one was the last mixtape you'll ever drop, or you think you'll eventually do another one? I mean, of course, I have I have a label, so mm-hmm. um, when I when I get new artists, uh, uh, that's the way to break them with the mixtape route. So I never say that's the last mixtape. I just said for myself per se mm-hmm. that you know I'm beyond. I mean, you know, I don't want to say I'm behind that point, but in a way you are, you know, you mm-hmm. outgrow certain things, you know, like the whole career we've been doing mixtapes. So it's like, 
we gave enough, we gave away enough to where that people should know our sound, know what to expect from us, to where that they can say, okay, we trust them enough that when they put out an album that they need us to support, we can support them. Why not? They didn't gave us countless mixtapes for free. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you know. You uh, mentioned that there's a video for your new song. Um, uh, I'm sorry. It's it's uh, Own Lane. And uh, yeah. you're trying to get it on MTV2 and whatnot. When did we start calling videos visuals? Because everyone's talking to me about visuals lately, and I had no clue what they were talking about up until, like, last week. Yeah, you know, they, you know, everything comes with a change, you know. Mm-hmm. Everyone try to go outside of the box of what everybody knows something from. And it's just like slang, you know. You come up with a different slang word every day. Some going to stick and some not. So mm-hmm. now everything in the tech world is, you know, it's tech language now. So, you know, it's all tech language now. So that's why you hear visuals, vlogs instead of blogs. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, things of that nature. So, um, yeah, they all videos regardless to what. And if they want to call a vlog a snippet of the video or the behind the scenes because it, it, it'd be tight of either or you'll catch someone putting vlog whatever number you'll catch some people that have just put uh, abbreviations BTS meaning behind the scenes footage mm-hmm. of that in place of the vlog or just you know those two and then of course the video comes out so the, <laughs> right. the, the, key, the key to it I guess is to try to keep enough content out there for your supporters or new supporters that can come your way because there's so many people doing the same thing. It's like, what what are you going to do to stick out? So it's yeah. like either you're going to out-hustle the next person, meaning you got to be having 20 to 30 videos in the marketplace, which is considered and looked at as oversaturation, but sometimes that's what it's taken for a lot of these guys and actually – I call it the Tupac effect, you know, Tupac was flooding them. And it's like once he let let artists know that he don't leave outside the studio, like he's doing 100 songs in, a, in, in two weeks, you know, people got to get on their A game. So once mm-hmm. I think he said that and mentioned that, you know, that's the route the Lil Wayne took. That's the route the Gucci man took. And to be honest, that's the route I think Papoose took when he had like 20 mixtapes out at one time. And mm-hmm. if you notice, each one of those guys was being able to be successful. The Wayne got his real big break um, as far as his solo. And um, Gucci, same thing. Gucci, man, same thing with Papoose. He wound up getting a deal, you know, from that. So, you know, it took him probably 20 mixtapes that he put out, but it was a great body of work of all kind of mixtapes out and of his stuff and people gravitated to him enough to where he was able to get a deal. Do you think that's because if if you do something for a long time and put out a whole lot of it that eventually something's going to be good or do you think that the whole catalog of, of those particular guys mixtapes was was good? Uh it can be both, you know, it mm-hmm. can be just like right now, you know, I I I say the game wide open. Basically, like it's wide open for whoever that can come to come through and make a catchy enough record 
or a record with some great substance because it's really it's going back to the essence in a sense. You know, right now when you say you have the South in the forefront, you know, I just look at it to say, okay, that's when you had your outcasts back in the day. You know what I'm saying? They still out now, but just, you know, you should have, outcasts should have breathed the T.I.s and uh, killer mics and guys like that from the South. They wanted to be spitters and known for being spitters, you know, and with and what happens is now their, their uh, way of talking has become popular. Like the, the, the slangs they use, the accent of their voices is, is, has became popular. So now, which I go back to a Master P, because when mm-hmm. P took off, it, you know, everybody fell in love with the New Orleans slang, the New Orleans uh, accent. So if you wasn't from New Orleans and you was from Chicago or New York, it was either one or two things. You better try to get a feature with a guy out of New, York, out of, uh, New Orleans or you better try to find your artist out of New Orleans. And that's what everybody was scrambling around trying to do, which is when you caught Jay-Z jumping on that high remix of Juvenile record. You know, mm-hmm. it's like if you can't beat them, you got to join them. Right. So, you know, just like for us, you know, the Midwest as a whole, we have a, a great strong point on the music for the Eminem's, the Twisters, the R. Kelly's. I mean, just overall, if we just going to stick with hip-hop, I say from Eminem, Kanye, um, the Twisters, like uh, what's my man out of Kansas City, uh, the Strange Music. I can't think of his name, but uh, him. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and to us, for Global Gangsters coming out of Chicago, like we all spitters. You know what I'm saying? We got substance music, like very identifiable music. So, you know, we just never went to the majors because I always came in the game wanting to be independent. And that was a thing a lot of people didn't know because we always like, well, why y'all don't have a deal yet? It wasn't that, you know, you know, some people feel like, okay, we didn't take the traditional route of the payola route, you know, to get mm-hmm. paid, pay to play. Like I'm against that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, we giving y'all great body of music. It's no need for me to be paying for you to, put this substance music out, which is needed. Right. But, you know, some played it, some didn't. And and that was a good thing for me to know and find out because I would rather stick with those that would respect and honor the craft and honor the, um, you know, the hip-hop culture when, you know, it just started in a park. You know, wasn't nobody charging at that point. So, you know, the traditional way of R&B music or, when you seen the Ray Charles video, um, Ray Charles movie, that was back then, them chilling circuit days, you know, that even then the payola was there. So I, I understand it, you know, but I just feel like it's too high. Like the the prices they ask is, is, is ridiculous. And, and, and that's the reason, that's the reason that it's a monopoly on the game right now. So, you know, it's, it's, it's plenty of great talented artists all over. Mm-hmm. You know, you would never really get a chance to hear them or see them because of the payola, you know. But right. the good thing about it, now we have the Internet. We just got to take advantage of the, all the free sources that you can get. Do you think that the Internet, though, makes it so that there's too much for 
record execs and producers and whatnot to sift through in order to find that great artist? Or do you think it does more good than, than harm? We may have talked about this before because it, it sounds familiar now that I'm asking you the question again. Right. But, you know, it, it allows everybody to get their point across to mm-hmm. those that's willing to click on their video that to those that's what you know just like you say in a relationship it's somebody for everybody you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and that's how music is like they gonna make music to some like the, even the people that they make a mockery of the jj fish guy and all that like but this guy got millions of views whether yeah. you laughing at him you giving him you know what i'm saying you supporting him because you clicking mm-hmm. his you clicking his video so whether you whether you looking at it as mockery, you, you made him popular, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, you had those type of situations. So, you know, the music is like, you know, you really got to reach out and create your own fan base and your own support system. You have to do that. So, you know, like for us, when I when when we drop an album, um, the people per, they 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 uh, post their purchase pictures. You know, mm-hmm. that was a new new marketing new tool that people use, like, when somebody purchased it, you know, from Canada, Africa, like, our posts come from anywhere, and they and they add us in it, and then we repost it, you know what I'm saying, to show, like, we, we, sh- we giving back, like, we interacting with our people. And that's really what it's about. You know, you, you hear so many stories of these artists being jerks, being um, too overconfident, cocky, things of that nature and it's like, you know, come on man. You you everybody can go back to the point where they was wishing that they would get a fan base. They was wishing, hoping, praying that they would get some supporters and as soon as you get what you asked for or prayed for, you turn into a jerk. So I I you know, I don't be understanding but mm-hmm. you know, it, you know, it, it they they it, they 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 come to when they have to apologize. Yeah. Well, Jojo, you've been rapping uh, more lately since the last time you were on. Have you gotten more of an itch to be in front of the mic at the moment? Um, well, basically what happens when you when you uh, invest in something, when you invest in something for so long, mm-hmm. you have the better understanding of what you're investing in, more so than the artists a lot of times. So... It's kind of like you can assist the artist only so much. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can you can teach a person, show a person, but some have the it factor and some doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Some don't. So it's like for me, you know, I put myself in a situation of just say a Jeezy, young Jeezy and a uh, Rocco. I would say like because mm-hmm. both of them was was backing artists at first. And then whatever happened with them situations, and they wind up having to rap themselves. So right. you know, and then it, it turned into you know it was cool to be the CEO and the artist, as far as Jay Z was concerned. So mm-hmm. you know, but then you had a Suge Knight that felt like a CEO should just remain a CEO and run the company and let the artists do what they do. So which is cool, fine and dandy when you should night and you had an all star team. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying you you you're able to do that. But sometimes if the if the CEO 
has the more credibility than the artist at times, he yeah he got to step up to the plate because at the end of the day, it's his investment anyway, and who who gonna go harder for the team than himself? You right. know, so in, in my case, I always sat back and pushed the artist. That was always my thing until my artist was like, "Look, we think you need to jump in here, man, and give it a shot." So I feel if it wasn't for the artists all collectively, shout out to all the global gangsters around the world, if it wasn't up for them, you know, uh, um, all chiming in and saying, man, Joe, give it a shot, then mm-hmm. I could, you know, I probably still wouldn't have done it, you know. But since that happened, I just, you know, I took, took, them, took them up on their offer and it's working. Like I got the bug for it. I always did because, of course, we grew up in hip-hop, but... Mm-hmm. Now I'm pursuing pursuing it, and I'm going yeah. hard. I got like 30-something 30, 30 features right now. Me and wow. Benzino got like two records. Uh, oh, yeah. Me and Cash Out just done a record. I'm waiting on a few records to come back from Saigon. Uh, Mano, um, 2 Chains, Future, of course. Rocco, I'm actually in Atlanta right now, so I might get some things done with those guys while I'm here mm-hmm. in Atlanta. And um, who else? Uh, I didn't did some features. I got I got a lot of work I didn't put in. So if um, Alley Boy, so not for nothing. If um, you know the the features that I'm on, if the artists start shooting videos for them, then you know that's when you really see the real impact. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like. Sure. It blew everywhere, like everywhere we turned. It was really like the French Montana effect. Everywhere you look, Frenchie was on some hook. He was on the record, the feature, like, you know, so that's what i just done right now. But now I'm just waiting on the guys who all I feature with to even shoot videos for those songs. Or a lot of times the songs will be used for their albums because I think the record me and Cash Out just done, that might be for his new album. And then the record me and Alley Boy done, it's on his new album on on iTunes, um, the Ali Shakur album. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm on that album as well. And did you do the ones with Future and Two Chains already? No, no, they uh, both of them was actually touring. But as soon as they stop, and if I'm here in Atlanta or L.A. wherever they at, and we they're together, then we'll mm-hmm. get those records done for sure. Well, that's great. It sounds like a, a lot of great things are going your way right now. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about, a little bit more, I should say, about Own Lane, and we'll play it. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, this, this record off of uh, Passport Gang album coming out May 6th, Own Lane featuring Queen Chiba, myself, JoJo Capone, and C-Note Global. All right. Here he is, JoJo Capone with Own Lane. We'll be right back with JoJo. Track 30. I never wait around on these niggas. I'm on my own thing. Compared me to no man living. I'm in my own lane. Light years ahead of these niggas. Go get your own man. The world is mine like Scarface, nigga. So use your own brain. I'm in my own lane. 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 
looking for that top spot. International, keep it gangster, keep keep it hot. I come to burn it hot, blaze it up, still play my part. Raise it up, your girls a beat. You know I'm going hard. The new phenomenon, game in the chokehold. The flow is crazy loco, killing this rat and don't know. I'm go show real soon. Queen Sheba, go blow. Failure, that's a no-no. Success, that's my logo. Top down winning forever. I be the realest. Illest in the game. Niggas be catching feelings. I'm in my own lane. Can't touch them. Now watch me kill it. Life is what you make it. Now watch as I make these millions. I never wait around on these niggas. I'm on my own thing. Compare me to no man living. I'm in my own lane. Light years ahead of these niggas. Go get your own man. The world's mine like Scarface, niggas. So use your own brain. I'm in my own lane, 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 I'm in my own lane. I'm talking, I listen, I want it, I get it. That Bentley, I'm whipping. Rose, I'm sipping. Perry, I'm tripping. Six O's, they crippin', Hound Dog, they sniffin', Crenshaw, I'm dippin', Shy Rack, no lackin', Hundred Shots, I'm crackin', Gaffodon, keep stackin', Pimps up, I'm mackin', Queen Chiba, Dino, In the booth with Jojo, Bars up for show though, Cross my path, that's a no-no, Us and Globos, Been the realest, and the trillest, Gangsta niggas, got a feelin', D-Boys, and the killers, Shack Boys, they ridin' with it, they robbing with they it, man. They mobbing with it, man. They robbing with it. I never wait around on these niggas. I'm on my own thing. Compare me to no man living. I'm in my own lane. Light years ahead of these niggas. Go get your own, man. The world's mine like Scarface, niggas. So use your own brain. I'm in my own lane. 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 Jim Jones comes up now, 
uh, with my friends, I'll tell them the story that you told me last time about the uh, him having his boy beat up that 18-year-old security guard. Oh, the 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 18-year-old the, the getting beat up by the security guard. Oh, was that it? Guard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'm glad that everyone's in a good space right now then. Uh, I was looking at your Facebook earlier and uh, while I was prepping for the show, and I saw a couple uh, gangster things like listens to Nate Dogg, Nas, and the Notorious B.I.G., and then it says Red Harry Potter. Now, the Potter part doesn't seem very gangster for a global gangster. That wasn't on my Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> that might have uh, been so, somebody else. My, my Facebook some page is JoJo hmm. Capone. JoJo, J-O-J-O space Capone. All right. Well, somebody must be impersonating you then. Yeah, my, my Facebook page, I got on a white Versace jacket with a, a, a Louis Vuitton grand black beanie hat. Okay, I'll check it out and make sure that someone's not uh, uh, copping your flavor. And, and uh, you would know, because my page full, you wouldn't even be able to request me as your friend. You can only send me an inbox. So you would know my page, my, my page full, J-O-J-O, space bar, Capone, C-A-P-O-N-E. I'm telling you, man, that, that happened. That happened when I clicked on the request and, and it said that. So I think that some application or something has hacked into your life and says you're reading Harry Potter. Yeah. I doubt <laughs> okay. that. <laughs> all, right. Um, all right, Jojo. Uh, the song that we just played, uh, Own Lane, it sounds like there's a lyric in it said, mustard on the bullet, make sure, N-word, feel it. Does mustard make a bullet hurt more? That was C-note verse. He said he learned that from um from an old head around the way. Mm-hmm. You know how they used to say if you put uh garlic on a bullet, things of that nature, like you know, to poison poison you as well if the bullet didn't kill you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, why not mayo or ketchup or horseradish? <laughs> right, relish <laughs> on it. Yeah, really. <laughs> Another uh, <laughs> lyric in there. Money come first and the bitches come last. Got pussy on your mind when it should have been cash. What What do you think is a healthy cash to pussy, pussy ratio? And are there times when pussy can oust cash in terms of importance? I mean, it's just in the guy's nature. You know, he, he his priorities be messed up. He chase pussy over money sometimes. Not understanding he going to need the money to do whatever he want to do in life, the pussy going to always be there as long as we keep recreating. So, you know, uh, you know, some some guys let such certain women tell them like they pussy means more than life. Mm-hmm. Some fall for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess he was telling them in his words, was he, he? You need to be focusing more on money than that pussy. That's what he said. <laughs> okay, let's get to more of your music, Jojo. Uh, tell me about the song "Hold On" and we'll play that. Hold on is that record, you know, for the club when you need a chick in the club and she feel like 
she trying to get to your house too soon, and you letting her know, like, shorty, hold on. You can't go straight to the, the honeycomb hat out. You got to go to the hotel, motel, or backseat of the Jeep or somewhere, but not to the not to the main house. Oh, that makes sense, because initially I thought it meant, I thought it was a song to try not to get a girl to come uh, to, to come hook up with you, but it ju- you just mean not to your house. Right. Got it. All right, so this is JoJo Capone with Hold On. We'll be right back with Mr. Capone. What a bitch fan She say she don't suck dick Well, you know the bitch blind Look, I, I came from the gutter I'm a nigga from the south side I can only fuck with her She ain't give a mouth wide She don't really know me She heard about me from the outside I let the dick ride Fucking up her inside I'm a dog, bitch, it's bone tight Get a bitch a dick Now the bitch let me long time She just want the dick She say you fuck her the wrong way I know your baby mama, boy I fuck with her the long way To break the bed and fuck up these streets This is what you get, girl, you're fucking with a G Back shot, bend it over, let me do my thing Stroke it fast and slow, I love it when you scream my name Ride it back, we'll stop and pop it fast until I blast Come and say these bounce twerk, girl, throw that ass I- I'ma put this soul pulling all y'all hoes Trina, bend it over, girl, and touch them toes Call me daddy, long stroke her neck, I'm bringing Tammy over You ride like a Porsche, but she ride like a Range Rover Capone Shawty wanna do the whole thing Let you super thick and she fast she can be Yeah, she wanna get the crib, I'm like, what is you on? I took it to the mall, I can take it to my home Shawty, hold on, you ain't going home Shawty, hold on, you ain't going home Shawty, hold on, bitch, you ain't going home Fuck it, you want Disrespecting blows, girl, you're getting knocked off Gucci, Louis, purse, put my bitch, no knockoff Bangers on the side, case the shit pop off She live the way I dance, she my number one fan I see her every show, always throwing up her hands She see me on a low in 47, Michigan I pop in out the coop, work for 150 bands She wanna go home Sounds like a setup, what the fuck are y'all on? Ain't, ain't nothing personal, but I don't 
don't trust the soul. Got me checking every closet just to see if we alone. Show you what to do to hold you. Let you Jojo Capone with Hold On. Now, Jojo, uh, I listened to all the songs that Gio sent me. Uh, shout out to Gio, by the way. And uh, any of these, uh, I could imagine hearing uh, on, const- on constantly on the radio. So what's going on with that? Are you guys starting to find some airplay? Yeah, yeah. We service in the records. You know, everything coming so quick, but we service in all the records that you're hearing now. Okay, great. Well, I look forward to hearing it on the Hot 97 and the Power 105 and all that. Correct. (laughs) All right, so we're going to play a game we always play on the show. It's called Hot or Hot Mess, where you, Jojo Capone, I give you a list of things. You tell me if they're hot or a hot mess. Are you ready? Yep. All right, let's open it up. By the way, Jojo, Tamika is, is sick. She apologizes, but she sends her best. She couldn't be here tonight. Okay. Uh, so oh, first up, on, all right. First up on hot or hot mess, Justin Bieber. Is he hot or a hot mess? He hot. All right. Still. He doing, he doing him. He might right. need me to life coach him though. So. <laughs> if the beeb are listening, man, I can do that life coaching for him. He needs my <laughs> consultants. Well, if he is listening, then, you know, I'm sure he's not. But it would be great, Justin, to call in right now, and we'll coach you through through life, me and JoJo Capone. How about oh. Miley Cyrus, hot or hot mess? Uh, Miley, she hot. She doing what she want to do, man. Like, I... I'm in agreement for those that's not being shy. You know, you got to mm-hmm. express yourself in this world. Sure. And she's certainly doing that. Uh, how about uh, Rick Ross, Hot or Hot Mess? He hot. He on point. Got him a new record out. He say he got him oh, about $50 million. That's hot to me. <laughs> uh, that's a lot of money. How about fellow Midwest rapper Nelly, Hot or Hot Mess? I mean, he's Midwest rapping, so he hot. What did you think, by the way, of of his song, uh, the Cruise remix with that uh, Florida line? I actually haven't heard any music from Nelly in so long. Oh, okay. Well, well let me tell you. I thought I thought he was only uh, doing a show with uh, Kevin Hart and them at the moment, real but I see Hollywood something yeah. or other housewife, yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's uh it's called the Cruise Remix. It's it, it's N- Nelly heard this country band that's on his la- label, uh Florida Georgia Lines the name of the band. He remixed the song and it is incredible and I just had it on my 
iPhone on repeat. It's amazing. You should listen to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. How about on the 20th anniversary uh, of his game-changing album, Illmatic, Nas, Hot or Hot Mess? Nas. I rock with Nas. Shout out to old Queensbridge, my brother Lakey the Kid. Big QB, QB finest. Mm-hmm. How about Jay-Z, Hot or Hot Mess? Running with hoes, that's fam, so it's all love. Holler. And uh, fellow Chicago rapper, Kanye West, Hot or Hot Mess? Shout out to Yeezy, too. <laughs> He's trying to make some big moves with the clothing and uh, and the music. He's actually uh, doing his new Cold Winter album. I just uh, left the studio yesterday listening to some um some records that's gonna come out on Cold One, Cold Winter that he's coming out with yesterday is before this, I left. Does this have anything to do with his song Coldest Winter that I love so much off of 808s and Heartbreaks? It's actually that's gonna be the name of the album Cold Winter. Hmm. Wow. Well, that as of now, as of now, you know he's so creative. He he'll change it up on you, but as of now, yeah. it's Cold Winter. Okay, okay. And uh, so far, we're all hot. No hot messes so far. Last up on Hotter Hot Mess, my favorite artist, R. Kelly. You know that. I, I'm, I'm, hey, that's my boy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Kill, Kill, you know, hey, at the end of the day, they're all human. So, you know, some going to make their mistakes. Some going to do things that we we like and dislike, but you know, for as far as the music is concerned, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a fan of the music. You know that when I was in college when he got in trouble and I uh I was like, What am I gonna do if R. Kelly goes to jail? So I was like, I I gotta find another really good R and B guy to listen to if Kells isn't putting out any more music. So I went and bought uh Still Ghetto by Jaheem, which is a great album, but Still, there's nobody in R&B that compares to to the Kells. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, JoJo. So, uh, what else do you want to go over? You guys have uh, tour dates coming up. We actually just got off two tours, two coast to coast tours. So oh, we, nice. we fresh off. Yeah, we fresh off two tours right now. Great. Okay. So uh, then, lastly. Uh, where can people go to find this music that's coming out on May 5th and, and 20th? May 6th. May 6th on iTunes. Six. Yeah, May 6th. Search iTunes, Passport Gang by Global Gangsters. And May 20th, Negative Press by Global Gangsters. Okay, so it's the artist is going to be Global Gangsters, and it's Negative Press is the one, the second one. And the fir- what's the first one again? Passport game. Passport game. Okay, great. Well, I, I love what I hear so far. I'm glad you're doing your thing in front of the mic, and uh, you're welcome back anytime. I appreciate you coming back on, sir. No problem. Thanks for having me again. Anytime. Take care. JoJo Capone, have a good night. Yep, good night. All right, that was JoJo Capone. And I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz.
uh, hit the brakes, Florence. Check us out backstage on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Blazing Ride Backstage. And if you have a Barbie doll, as Tamika would tell you, bend her backwards, strip her off them clothes, burn her knuckles on the stove, and leave her in some drawers somewhere. Good night, everybody. See the house lights start to blink, and the sky is turning pink. Gosh, what will the neighbors think? Cause here it is tomorrow again. We could share a perfect dance, but we've danced the night away. Guess you'd better hit the head, cause here it is tomorrow again. We saw the sunset in the sky, soon we'll see the dawn. Mother Nature's about to rise, and Father Time is marching on. Did you hear my daddy yell? We've been leaning on the bell. Kiss me quick and run like 60 cause here it is tomorrow again.